1: Hey, friendos, Steve here. And Larson. Welcome back to Going In-Rod News Brief. Uh, We're going to try to keep this one brief today, Larson. We also have a mailbag segment that you can listen to on the audio version of this show. Uh, Let's hop right into it. Uh, Speaking of brief, uh, Dominion went down over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, I was up late with the friendos watching it. Uh, Larson, I'm just going to say this. No disrespect meant to the good people over at New Japan Pro Wrestling. You you didn't miss a whole lot in terms well, I of the, the actual. I watched, I watched the wrestling. three last matches, so I watched the actual oh, wrestling okay. to get
2: the live streaming experience with friendos in real time. I missed that because this whole thing's a mess right now. Bad neck, low on sleep. I need to get my rest. I need to take care of Larson.
1: Uh, yeah, are you gonna? Can, can I just? Are you gonna do that? Are Are you gonna confirm? Can you Can you t- get that taken care of? I what? worry for you. I my worry neck? for you. For everything. The entire package this is the source of a lot of the issues oh yeah. this this
2: this dates back for years it's just getting really bad right now so i need to i need to find something that i agree uh it it just might require at some point i was told that when i was diagnosed that i got a jacked up neck it might require surgery at some point so he might Uh be on the precipice of that potentially happening i don't know i have to i have to uh, look into that get it looked at anyway so i did see the last three matches of dominion um you told me to kind of skip the undercard, just watch the last three. Uh, so that's what I did because I had about a couple hours last night. I did that. Um, and uh, like the 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 never open weight title match was good.
1: Shingo was oh oh fantastic.
2: No, that Shingo was great. Was great. That Show was great. had a great
1: showing. That was um, that was the lone great match. And even the the tag title match was a really I thought good the
2: tag, match. tag title match was really good. And the finish was something I had to see. in. In, in quite a while, where basically it was Zack Sabre Jr., with the help of Tai Chi,
1: ripping off Tanahashi's legs, essentially. That was the most painful finish of a match I've seen in a very long time, and that was a really good match. I'm sorry, don't get me wrong. That Shingo Show match was It was, good. It was really good. It was really it good, was, yeah. That was really good.
2: But a lot of the news around New Japan uh, started at the New Japan Cup final. Evil defeated Okada. And then following that win, uh, turned on Tetsuya Naito, his Mm -hmm. opponent, at Dominion. So we had that Mm -hmm. match in the main event. Uh, Given that Evil just turned heel and joined Bullet Club, he kind of knew he kind of had to win. Otherwise, uh, there really was no point to that turn. Um, It's kind of confusing, a bit beguiling, why they'd have uh, Naito finally get his crowning moment at Wrestle Kingdom just in January. Um, and then for them to, 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 to have him lose already after one title defense, um, at new beginning, um, it's kind of confusing. And then to go with evil who, yes, I know in many respects is the most obvious choice given that his name is evil. Yeah. Turn it makes total sense. It does, but it's also kind of the least interesting story because he's the one that seemingly never kind of like, from my perspective, like aesthetically, He's the one that never really kind of fit in with the rest of LIJ, I feel like. His gimmick is way more kind of sports entertainment as opposed to the rest of them mm-hmm. in terms of his overall packaging. Yeah. Um, Evil's a perfectly fine wrestler. He's capable. He can put on good matches. Uh, I personally don't find him that captivating. Um, I just feel like, and granted, they may have a reason they didn't do this. If it had been Sonata that turned, it would have made all the sense in the world. He seemingly reached his limit um, as a member of LIJ, he's had all these opportunities Hasn't been able to follow through But he thinks, I need to change of scenery To get over this hump uh, I feel like people would actually care If Sonata turned heel I don't know if that's I mean, it's shocking to see a member of LIJ turn But I feel like if Sonata had done it It would have It would have it it simultaneously devastated people But also, it'd been pretty understandable um, I don't know, I just feel like there's more Personally, maybe it's just me. I like Sonata a lot more. I think Sonata's great. I think Sonata's got all the potential in the world. Maybe it's a situation where they had Evil turn, and Sonata's going to be the one uh, who 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 gets revenge or retribution on behalf of Lij on Evil. That could be. I know uh, uh, Hiromu's going to get a shot the next show, uh, taking on uh, uh, Evil for both those titles. Um, I don't know. It just you know, I read about it the 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 morning after. I was like, all right. He turned, and then I saw you. One, I'm like, "All right, that's interesting." But I don't know so, for for at least for me personally, I don't know if it had the desired effect. And the, yeah, they're working shorthanded over there because there's travel
1: restrictions. Um, okay, so yeah, there's there's a couple things here. You just said a lot. Um, yeah. So there's there's a couple things. Number one, I don't I don't I don't really follow New Japan as much as like we used to. Mm-hmm. And so I can't really speak too much on like, it's obvious that they've told like a, a relatively long term. I'm, I'm, I agree with you in that. I don't find evil to be the most interesting guy in the world. I do think that I am curious to know if there were changes made to their overall plan due to the travel restrictions. Oh, I'm sure there were one yeah, thing yeah. that was completely clear to minion is that they are, they are, <sighs> the show felt very much like patchwork. And I believe that's because there were some big names. Kenta's, I think, from what I understand, Kenta lives in the United, United States. States.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's no Osprey. Uh, there's no Kenta. So there's no Jay
1: White. Yeah. There's no Jay White. So Bullet Club in particular is, is not doing great. I understand why you'd want to balance Bullet Club out with a high that's profile it. thing, and that's and that's Evil. Um, in terms of why they would have put the title, the titles on Evil at this point, and by the way. Evil is capable of really, really good matches. Yeah, totally, this was not one of them. This was not a good match. It was an overbooked mess at the end. Um, and but I do wonder if there had been changes to the schedule. Now this is, and I don't know if if I mean Naito's knees are both wrapped really, really heavily. Yeah, he walks um, like someone who's got bad knees. I wonder if this might be. I mean, he's been. He's been out of action. Because of pandemic, you know, since for forever like everybody else has been basically mm-hmm. for about um, uh, five months, roughly, yeah, for a long time. I don't know if maybe he needs to get something done to his knees or maybe this has something to do with that. Um, I, I mean, there, I'll put it this way there are a lot of questions that I that we simply don't have the answers to. Mm-hmm. Um, Sonata, from what I understand, I think his contract is like coming up soon, and if he hasn't resigned then I can understand why they wouldn't have put him in this spot. Um, They seem to really like Evil because they've been telling this story with him for a while now. Uh, So, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, it It was definitely shocking to see this. I just wonder... If there are multiple extenuating extenuating circumstances behind it, definitely. But I mean, I don't. It's also, I mean, New Japan. They did the same kind of thing with Jay White back when he won the title. In like, you know, they they tra- they put somebody in the slot of somebody else who's gone, and in that case, it was Kenny Omega was gone, and yeah. Jay White sort of pff, moved into his spot, and they gave him the title. It was a, it was not a very good title run.
2: It wasn't, but I. It it, it in terms of the symmetry of the story that they were telling with Jay White versus uh, Okada. When he first debuted, at least from a storytelling perspective, I understood that. And maybe it's just I'm not well-versed enough in New Japan to find any parallels between I think, with evil or something else. I think um, this one
1: makes more sense than the Jay White one did. I mean, to, to plunk one guy into into another guy's role, just... And like that, may, like evil, they've been telling some story with him. And I, I, again, I don't keep up with New Japan, but I keep on hearing, like when we were talking about Sonata winning the New Japan Cup, people were like, "Nah, man, it's going to be evil. Like I saw that in our comments mm-hmm. because they had been telling the story with him. Mm. So, I mean, I get that the, that this is sort of a story. It was just, yeah, it's really shocking for this to happen when Naito, like the, the first title defense, you know, post-pandemic. Uh, kind of shocking to see yeah. Evil's not the, again, I, I'm with you Evil's not the most interesting guy in the world But again, I, I don't keep up that much With New Japan, maybe if I did I would find him more compelling given the story They've been telling with him
2: Maybe, yeah, that's entirely possible uh, yeah, yeah, this is just from someone who casually watches New Japan's product um, Yeah, it was interesting Interesting development uh, I'm not sure if this increases the cool Factor of Bullet Club at all Um I know given they're that, trying. Given to that he was of,
1: wearing like a goth cheerleader outfit, um, <laughs> that was not a good look.
2: I kind of feel I feel like Bullet Club is in a latter stage NWO phase, or at least oh, wow. the phase when Bischoff was trying to make him a motorcycle gang. Yeah, which I okay, guess is sure. Exactly a late phase NWO, but
1: uh, it's like uh, it's trying to be dad cool at this point, you know? It's uh yeah, yeah. It's a uh, they're, they're again, you know, pandemic is really. But even without Pandemic, I don't know. I really like Kenta. I think he's great.
2: Oh, Kenta's outstanding. Kenta is like the star of Bullet Club because he's a guy who you can't take your eyes off of when he's in the ring. His character work is awesome. He delivers it uh, when it comes to his matches. Kenta is great.
1: No Flow Joe here in chat says the crowd didn't even seem to be into the match, I believe. Well, here's the thing about that, though, is that this crowd... Number one, they were doing the uh, relative amount of social distancing in terms of like they had it was at half capacity. So there were like seats in between everybody, which, by the way, is a revelation. I would love to watch every wrestling match with an empty seat between me and the guy next to me. That'd be amazing. Um, But then they also had signs on the seats themselves saying uh, no loud, no cheering, no loud cheering, only clapping, please. And everybody was adhering to that. Yeah. Um, So I but I yeah, I don't like I don't know, like. You know, does that basically mean that a massive heel moment gets pure silence? <laughs> like, because you can't boo, you can't boo either, and you and they they were there was a lot of clapping going on because that's what mm-hmm. they were allowed to do. Mm-hmm. What do you do if, if if you want to express your displeasure? I guess like start banging on seats. <laughs> yeah, there was none of that, so maybe maybe know. this did go
2: over like a wet turn to the crowd. I don't know. 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 Anyway, yeah, so, uh, I, I
1: would definitely say that Shingo show ma- match was, was definitely one really to check fun. out. I thought the tag yeah.
2: match was a lot of fun, too. I
1: yeah. thought the tag match was really good. Uh, the, ok- the Okada match is hilariously bad. The tag match was a lot of fun. Uh, that ending was just absolutely brutal. It was so. all, the, the, all Every leg whip in that match oh, man. was so. Like, I've never seen. It's great. Like, you know, you you take the, the leg whip for granted a little bit. Uh, but, man, the way you they were doing how, in that match. You watch how Tanahashi generally does it.
2: Oh, yeah. It's, it's not just a little bit of offense. It's a major point of his offense. It looks like he's really, like, going to tear that. Yeah, knee. yeah. and yeah. the way Zach was doing, especially with Taichi holding him up. Oh, man. Like,
1: there's nowhere. I mean, I was worried, gosh, they're really going to jack up his leg. Oh, <laughs> this know, is so bad. I know, I know. Yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, so, yeah, that's Dominion. Uh, yeah, interesting stuff. Next, SummerSlam uh, in chaos. goo <laughs> With New Japan just finishing their major summer show. We're going to talk now, Larson, about the biggest party of the summer. According to WrestleVotes, it seems like SummerSlam may be going, undergoing some serious creative upheaval. This is what WrestleVotes had to say. Was told this weekend, the projected SummerSlam card that Creative had in place a few months ago has been torn up. Edge's injury played a big part as well as the lack of audience no fans means WWE has little desire to have Lesnar on the pay-per-view so two major matches scrapped that obviously would have been Edge Orton and Lesnar Drew McIntyre mm-hmm. um so yeah i mean it it seems likely at this point they'll probably go with Drew Randy Orton, Orton. Mm-hmm. i mean there is there is no other can you name another like heel that would be worthy of a SummerSlam match against a uh, I Drew. mean, if they hadn't
2: already done this, if they had taken their time more with Bob Lashley, that could have, that could have been something. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that would have been great. But we that'd, just saw that. So
1: Yeah. Um, and given that at SummerSlam, and SummerSlam can sometimes be a big bummer, Uh wouldn't shock me to see Randy come away with this title, especially given the work that he's doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'd feel that that would be a ratings boost as well because they mm-hmm. desperately need that. Yes. Um, I'm not sure how big of a fan I am of that move. Uh, but, uh, I, I would certainly understand. I wouldn't be, I'll put it this way. I wouldn't be opposed to it, but, uh, man, if Drew never gets to hold that title in front of a crowd, <laughs> I know that's a bummer, man, that would be a big bummer, but I would I Huge would totally bummer. understand it at yeah. this point. Like it's, it's kind of like, God, it, what is it, Like if there's no crowd there, does it doesn't really happen? I mean, I know it does because it's on TV and everything, yeah, but it's, on it's TV, just, so it does happen. It's just uh (laughs) Yeah. I mean even if it wasn't on TV and they did it, it would actually still happen. That's yeah. But uh yeah. It just it just doesn't seem to matter. You know what I mean? It just doesn't seem to matter. Yeah. Uh anyways, uh Kevin Owens. He's he's
2: pretty awesome. Uh so last week we talked about the Fightful Select report. And by the way, go subscribe to Fightful Select. Awesome work, great news, just shows up right in your email. It's fantastic. Uh they stated that a Ross superstar had, quote, expressed his concerns to Vince about proper measures not being taken seriously enough, such as mask utilization, social distancing. This led to McMahon adding the rule that masks are mandatory and failure to comply will result in a fine. Well, today, Post Wrestling's John Pollock is reporting that Pat LeProd, host of the French language podcast, and I'm going to mispronounce this wrong. Pr- L'antipod de la lutte. Sure. <laughs> Mentioned on the July 9th edition of that show that it was... Kevin Owens uh, Mm. that stepped up to Vince and said that he was quote not comfortable over the lack of masks being worn and people being too close Uh, when uh, Owens mentioned that and told Vince that he was going to go home Vince asked Owens what he wanted to do and I guess uh, that's when Owens said masks social distancing etc and then Owens reportedly told McMahon that Vince was quote the only person the crew was going to listen to Uh, post wrestling continues quote Laprade went on to describe that McMahon asked if instituting a policy with fines would work. Owens responded that he once swore on SmackDown, was fined, and never did again, proving it was a deterrent. Owens saw that people began wearing masks and keeping their distance, and he chose to stay for the tapings, which included last week's episode and the show airing tonight. So when this for- story first broke, uh, or I first saw it, first thing that popped in my head was, Kevin Owens um, yeah
1: same I uh, just the, the report originally said it was a returning superstar and he mm-hmm. hadn't been back for the tapings yet but this is not this is not shocking at all that it was him he's a obviously a very smart guy a very responsible guy and he does seem to have the year Vince McMahon I mean Vince McMahon let him headbutt the crap out of him a couple of years ago mm-hmm. um, and uh, and you know he always he seems to have always really he seems to have developed a really great relationship with Kevin Owens mm-hmm so uh Good on Kevin Owens for, for standing up and uh, making
2: sure that proper social distancing and mass protocols are being adhered to. Uh, speaking of pandemic, it looks like uh, Miro um, is the latest wrestler to test positive. Of course, we heard last week that both of Lana's parents, unfortunately, had tested positive. I believe they're both in the hospital. So her hopefully.
3: Her
1: mom is out. Good of the hospital, but Good. she's still the doctor. They're, they're like, still because he so Rusev, uh, apparently on his live stream, he mentioned that he, uh, is uh, he's, he has the, the the virus, and uh, and then he posted a YouTube video, it was like a three to four minute long uh, mm-hmm. YouTube video that I watched. I don't have any uh, transcripts here, but he sort of told the story. He's like, Yeah, yeah, I felt great, I just lost my sense of taste and smell, so I caught contact or I went to the see the doctor, got tested he was like, I, I opened up my results and, and yeah, they, they called me and uh, I picked up and, uh, and they told me, yeah, I've got, I've got Corona. Um, he gave an update on, uh, on Lana's parents. Uh, her dad has lost a lot of weight, but he's doing okay. Uh, and then her mom just got discharged from the hospital. So uh, hopefully they'll both be fine. I guess her yes, mom so. has asthma. Um, but so, yeah, that was a complicating factor right there. They had her yeah. on auction and everything. Yeah. 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 Um, So uh, so yeah, it's it's a bummer. Our our well wishes go to him. This might affect uh, Slammiversary Larson Hold on while I let my dumb dog out the door. Sure. Uh, sure. Talk about how excited you are about Slammiversary. Oh uh, Exceptionally
2: excited Uh, Slammiversary is going down this Saturday July 18th and uh, Impact's been running a bunch of teasers for potential uh, Impact returnees Uh, some uh, maybe some talent that was recently released from WWE back in April uh, we don't know if Miro is amongst those people, uh, but the, pos- uh, the possibility exists that uh, he could make it, he could have been making an appearance on Slammiversary. Uh, obviously, uh, now that he's test positive, uh, that's not going to happen.
1: Talk about a show that's probably had to go through multiple. I mean, not probably, definitely, definitely. has had to go through so far that we know of multiple changes uh kind of curious who's gonna who the mystery person i mean it's it's as if the mystery person is being left a mystery i mean i know it's to draw eyeballs and that's a tried and true formula yeah. but at this point it also makes you wonder. If it's just a practical thing because it's it like god worst comes to worst we can throw like don Callis in there you know yeah. or josh matthews if Something we like absolutely that. have to it's the like guy golf. holding this the guy holding the cell phone you know taping the show He might might have to come in here. It's like dull stipulation
2: for uh, his match against Drew at Extreme Rules. It's a mystery because they probably don't
1: know what it is yet. They probably don't know what it is yet. Uh,
2: Speaking of Extreme Rules, we
1: got the uh, Raw Go
2: Home episode tonight. I'll be doing a a recap tonight with the Enforcer, Stevie Bradley. Steve's going on vacation. So we'll be going live
1: roughly around 8.30 p.m. Pacific time. It's not gonna be a long vacation. I'll miss news brief tomorrow. And Wednesday too, right? And may depending on what time we do it on Wednesday, I'll be back by like I'll probably be back by like one or two. All right. I think we have to check out by noon, so I'll be back at the latest I'll be back by two. Gotcha. So this we got on tap for Raw. (laughs)
2: So, yeah, I'll probably miss Wednesdays. (laughs) Yeah, I'll probably miss Wednesdays. Uh, Asuka and Kyrie Sane
1: challenging Sasha and Bayley for the women's tag titles tonight. That'll be good. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, Our truth goes one-on-one with Randy Orton. Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins clash in a WrestleMania rematch. And then the Viking Raiders square off with Andrade and Angel Garza in a karaoke showdown. No. In an elimination tag team match. There you go. Oh, that'll be fun. I like elimination matches. Yeah, me too. Me too. I really wanted a karaoke showdown though, Larson.
2: No, I've got my fill of them on Friday.
1: All right. uh, What do you say we answer some questions? Sure. One thing I've noticed when I go into the, hey, let's answer some some questions, answer some questions, is that usually I do it very, like, you know, loudly and, Uh like, enthusiastically. But usually I end news brief on like sort of a mellower note. So yeah. it just uh. sounds like all of a sudden, like oh, I did a jarring. bump or something. Yeah. It's very jarring. Uh, Hugh Longheavy kicks it off with, a, did you guys see Dark? Oh, wait, never mind. Well, Dark doesn't even air till Tuesday, so maybe we will. Uh, Probably psych, not. He also psych.
2: asks, uh, what should evil replace his big
1: goofy scythe with now? Oh, yeah, that's right. And he broke he broke uh, poor Milano's heart. And yeah, he then threw big, him to the barricade. And then threw him into the barricade, yeah. There were a couple of good barricade spots at Dominion. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's, it's uh, like a, a cardboard cutout of Jay White. He comes out. He's got it next to him. Looks like Jay White's there with him. And then you get closer, and it's like, oh, that's just a cardboard cutout. It's just a cardboard cutout. Yeah, that could work. They, he should shoot all
2: his uh, his interviews backstage like Dark Side of the Ring and have the cardboard cutout behind him so it's, he's out of focus. <laughs> that's good. So you think Jay White's
1: actually there. And then he moves in slow motion, even though it's not being shot in slow motion. There you go. Uh L uh says uh Hi Steven Larson, it's me with another Power Rank question. I like this is she's reading this like it's a Matt Chat question. Uh Power Rank top five main roster jobbers from the nineties in WCW and WWF Attitude Era. Uh and by the way, have you done going in raw math on Raven? He was I think so cool. Have, yeah, yeah Raven was awesome. We can do that again though Raven was great. Raven was great. He was like a nine promo for sure. I hear I hear his cameos are awesome. Yeah. They're like hilarious apparently.
4: in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
1: So top five main roster jobbers from the 90s. Oh man, there's a lot of good ones at WCW. Dude, if you ever watch a raw from like 1995, any raw from 1995, it's like ninety-five percent enhancement matches. They had more jobbers on TV than they had like their main roster guys. I know it's insane. Like I was, I was sitting back. It was late one Saturday night. I was like, I want to watch a really bad raw. Nineteen ninety-five is my time. So mm-hmm. I go to that, and it was just like jobber match after jobber match. So I'm gonna go and see some raws from nineteen. Let me see, let's let's see what's going on in raw. Uh, a lot of mentions
2: for Brooklyn Brawler, of course, legendary jobber, Brooklyn Brawler.
1: He's too well known.
2: About uh, Barry Horowitz.
1: Let's see here. Pro Fight DB Monday Night Raw at the what is this? The Bob Carpenter Center in Delaware. Buddy Land on. Oh no, Buddy Landell's not a jobber. He beat Bob Holly. Jeez. December eighteenth, nineteen ninety five on Raw. There were three matches. Apparently, Jeff Jarrett uh, beat Fatou by DQ. Buddy Landell pinned Bob Holly. And Razor Ramon got the countout victory over Yokozuna. Hmm, what a weird, what a weird raw.
2: That is a weird raw.
1: Uh, oh, here we go. Who's Sunny? Who's 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 Sunny Rogers? Don't know. I was gonna, I was about to say, let's see. Bret Hart submitted Jean Pierre Lafitte, but that's P.C.O. Yeah. I know who that is.
2: I mean, WCW is full of of interesting jobbers and enhancement talent.
1: Give me a couple of them. Can you remember remember any of them?
2: Uh, uh, What was his name? Who's the sign guy Raven's Flock? Lodi? (laughs) He lost all the time.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Here we go. Monday, March 13th. Why is there only one match on this card? (laughs) Bret Hart defeated Owen Hart. That oh, I mean, can't be right. Well, Raw
2: was only an hour back then, wasn't it? so I mean, they had a <laughs> super long match. It was a twelve-minute match. Oh, okay. Well, I have no answer for you then.
1: Jimmy Del Rey, who's that? He was—he
2: was, he was in a tag team, wasn't he?
1: He was in a tag team with uh, Tom Pritchard. Yeah. Adam uh, Kroom
2: Were they the Body Donnas? Oh, were they? Or were they the Beverly Brothers? I get those two confused. <laughs>
1: King Kong Bundy pinned both Adam Croom and Raven Clark. Wow, Raven Clark looks like a State Farm agent.
2: Uh, Dark Dankelucha says Lash Larue. I remember Lash Larue.
1: See, I remember those names. There were so many. Na- okay, here we go. This should be this should be rife with jobbers because this is WWF Action Zone from January of ninety six. Oh no, Zip isn't Zip? Uh... Oh, that's yeah, Doctor Tom Pritchard, the Body Donnas. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm lag I'm, I'm coming up short on these jobbers
2: here. Uh, dark dink lucha says Alto Montoya, AKA just incredible.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Uh, oh, here we go. The blue uh, Fatu and Sion beat Eli blue and Jacob blue.
2: Oh, those are the Harris brothers. mm -hmm.
1: They have all these weird names. Anyways.
2: Uh, Nick has a question. We know WB wants to cut down on house shows, but do you think after the
1: pandemic, house shows would be in high demand? No. No, I think people are going to... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. (sighs) Like two years from now, maybe. I could see there maybe being... Like like when it's actually post-pandemic, like assuming this thing actually gets behind us and it's more like treated like you know, whatever the flu, there's a vaccine and it basically eradicates it and, it, and, it, and things actually go back to normal. Uh, then I could see there per- perhaps being a, people ta- not taking the idea of, hey, we can go out and do stuff. People not taking that for granted and wanting to do that more maybe than pre-pandemic, maybe. Or, or it could be a situation where people realize,
2: oh, there's a, there's, we're in house shows and we didn't really uh, lose much from it. What's the point of really
1: going? well, or no, I mean it could be it could be you know you've said this before this might create a new normal mm-hmm. where people find more you know uh they they find they they have more reasons to stay in mm-hmm. they're like, hey, I've developed this new routine where going out is just is sort of that we treat it as sort of a special thing as like a, luxury. a luxury yeah, yeah, yeah that's a possibility, I guess. But I don't know that, you know, one period of a year is going to change things all that drastically. It's
2: going to be a long-term thing. I feel like people getting comfortable going back out, so on and so forth. Blake, after extreme rules, choose and book one of these things to happen. First, Imperium is called up to feud with Drew. Uh, He mentions that travel restrictions are not a factor. However, Walter does not want to live in the states so that might
1: be an issue well that's what we heard a long time ago I mean things change also like we don't know
2: and then two Keith Lee is called up to feud with Braun and or Bray
1: I could see I could see that wait what's the question
2: so you get one choice Imperium to feud with Drew or Keith Lee called up to feud with the
1: Universal Champion on Smackdown as long as Keith Lee wins then I'm all about that. Push that guy to them. Well, you yeah. know what? I'd, I'd, Keith Lee, I'd wait till there's fans back.
2: Yeah. I want to see Walter versus Drew. They may have had a match before, but I just want to see that. Think of all the chops. Actually, that's a match I want to see in Empty Arena because I want to hear each and every one of those chops ring out at the performance center.
1: I'd want to be there live in the front row. Uh, Eric Kalunga, Nick- is there a reason we, fans, are over-criticizing AEW women's division booking? We know most of them are not well-established. Who from any company can help elevate that division? I think anybody from any company can help elevate that division because it's Mm -hmm. just not that deep. Um, I think that they've got like three or four really terrific names, really terrific talents, uh, and the rest of it is a project. And that's okay. I mean, it's totally fine.
2: I feel like they finally found out how they want to approach Uh, Booking the women's division after kind of not really knowing for the longest time. I finally feel like there's direction Uh, I finally feel like they're establishing some characters Um, It's getting better Yeah, Um, it is you know ever since Britt turned heel that was a step in the right direction her feud with Swole has been great Yeah, Uh, Hikaru Shida is fantastic. Nyla Rose is fantastic Uh, Penelope Ford is great Um, There's a lot of really good talent and they're finally finding how they all fit together from a character perspective. Yeah. And it's starting to come together. I think in if they keep on this on this path in 6 months or so, uh there's going to be some some really cool stuff.
1: Really really think, cool stuff. I think I think they need I need uh, I think that they could get a couple of like I don't know veterans, like somebody here in chat mentioned Tanil Dashwood. I don't know what her contract status is like. Um I I feel like they could they could get some. It'd be great if if Awesome Kong stuck around. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the situation with that is. I, I mean, there's no bad. there's no there's no problem with being a being a project for now.
2: Uh, Nicholas Groth Grothkirth. Sorry. Reports are that Evil Winning was due to Kenta and Jay White being out. Has there been any news on Kenta's whereabouts? He's here in the states. I think he just posted a picture of himself in was it Tamatanga in a car.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, Grills Destiny are here too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I think it was mm-hmm.
1: Um
2: So, no, he lives in the States. Kenta does. So, obviously, with travel restrictions, he's not uh, uh, available uh, for shows currently.
1: Yeah. And then uh, so Minoru Suzuki, was uh, he had like a fever or something. I so saw he that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt Nelson. Do you guys think Otis will cash in at Extreme Rules on Ziggler versus Drew? No. I don't think that's going to be the case. No. How great would it be if he cashed in on Randy Orton? What if Orton beats Drew at SummerSlam, and then at the end of the match, Drew is so incensed that he just annihilates Randy Orton with a couple of claim. Oh, different brand. Never mind. What if Otis shows up in the swamp? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He comes in. What are those, those hovercrafts? <laughs> yeah. uh, the swamp. He's yeah,
2: here. Yeah. I'm coming. <laughs> he's got a ref with him. Sean, who uh, with what happened at Dominion this past weekend, how do they move forward? Uh, He says, "Where we, how are we going to? What's the match at Wrestle Kingdom? What's going to happen at Wrestle Kingdom? I don't see Evil having that belt for long. I think it's going to be like a Jay White length reign. He's going to have it till October. King of Pro Wrestling. Uh, The Sonata will beat him for it. Maybe the main event at
1: Wrestle Kingdom give us Sonata versus Okada. Oh, that'll be something else." That'd be cool. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I am unqualified to book Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> I just I just don't know. What well, we, like, we want to see. Uh, what do I want to see? Um I want to see what should have gone down at uh at Dominion Okada in a handicap match against who did he take on? It was Suzuki Gun, right? What at a uh, no? It was Bullet, Bullet Club. Club. It was uh, uh it was uh, Tokyo and, Pimp and, uh, and uh, Ishimori. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. He needs to beat them both in a handicap match, handedly, like a tornado handicap match. It's not even a tag handicap match.
2: Yeah,
1: it's just a couple of ra- and He does the one rainmaker to each, and that's enough. <laughs> that was terrible. That was so awful. That was like he was selling like Shawn Michaels against Hulk Hogan. Oh my goodness. Uh, Greg Morris since you had the basketball decades draft. Let's have a wrestler
2: decades draft 70s 80s 90s Aughts and 2010s. Okay. We'd
1: have the winning team since I had first pick last time Steve You can have first pick this oh, time. You get gracious. to pick first in the 70s. How gracious. How gracious. I get to pick first in this So I get the first in the 70s 90s and the 10s. Okay fair enough. Okay, that's cool. I can do that uh, in the 70s uh, Geez I guess Uh, Give me Andre the Giant. Really? Yeah, man. I'll take Bruno. Andre was unbeaten. Yeah, Bruno didn't lose a whole lot either. (laughs) When did Bruno's title reign start? The big one start? 68, 69, something like that? Uh, I think it was earlier than that, but he had the the three-year run in the 70s. In the 70s, yeah. Yeah. Didn't he also lose to Larry Zabisco in the 70s?
2: Yeah, that was like the end of the 70s. <laughs> uh
1: okay, so you get first pick of the 80s.
2: Oh, man. I don't want to pick Hogan, even though I should.
1: Oh, no, I'll do this. I'll pick uh, I'll avoid picking Hogan and pick Ric Flair. What a fool. What a complete and total fool. I don't want, I don't want Hogan. I don't want Oh Hogan my, my god. Squad. I've I've al- can I just say this? I've already won this draft. Yeah, I've got Andre the Giant at his peak and Hulk Hogan at his peak. I don't want, I want Hogan. I don't want the. I don't want Hogan uh, on my team. No, you no. didn't even pick Macho Man. You went Ric Flair, dude. Brother, yeah. if this is kayfabe, you've just killed yourself because Ric Flair eat, eats pins all the time. He lost the world title like what twenty five times. Yeah, but he also won it uh, the same number of times. So that's pretty <laughs> Cool. Okay, I get first pick of the '90s. Yeah. I, this is. Listen to this. I've so you're
2: got have, sto- you're have
1: stone cold. I know. That's I've fine. got stone cold Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant. <laughs> that's fine. I'll take The Rock. Okay. <laughs> well, I get first
2: pick of the odds. Oh, give me Cena.
1: Okay, fair enough. I'll take Randy Orton. All right, 2010s. Who do you want? Oh, easy, Brock. Uh, Oh, wet shit. No, never mind. Hold on. Sorry. Brock Lesnar. Well, hold on a second. What do I get? What is this now? 2010s. Yeah, I'm gonna take a. Uh, I'm gonna take Brock Lesnar.
2: Wow, I thought you might have taken CM Punk. Dude,
1: this is this is this is all about power, man. This you is about power. power. Yeah. I'm gonna In take 2010s. Okada. Come on, what? Okada. You're gonna take Roman Reigns? No, I'm taking Okada, man. Did you see the Okada? You didn't see the. You, you probably would not have done that not, had you seen it's the. It's not Okada the
2: 2010s match. anymore, is it? It's
1: 2020s. I don't oh, care. It doesn't that's matter. A good point. That's a good point. Sorry. Don't yell at me, please. Man, look at this team I've got. I've got Lesnar, Orton, and Orton. Orton's my weakest guy. He's my weakest guy. I've got Lesnar, Orton, Stone Cold, Hogan, Andre the Giant. I'm pretty sure that is the most powerfully booked team in the history of wrestling.
2: I don't know, man. Mine's pretty good, too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's see here. White Brownie says, Steve's going over, brother. Hogan uh, takes the stunner. You got me, brother. You got me, brother. <laughs> Hogan takes the uh, the the rainmaker. You got me, brother.
2: Yeah. Uh, Mike Halloran, <laughs> I, Should the WB hold off on putting the belt on the Fiend until Mania next year, so we can get uh, three faces of Bray at Royal Rumble 2021? No, I don't. That's that might come off too much like a comedy thing. So I don't think they're going
1: to do that. I think. Look, I think. I think you know. Mania. Mania is a long way off. Yep. And I think that the Bray thing works fine with the cinematic matches. I don't know. Like I said earlier, my general premise this year is just nothing matters until fans are back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gorilla Strong. Who should Abaddon face as her first program with? And also, does she need a manager? No, she does definitely does not need a manager. It'd be oh. interesting to see Abaddon uh, in a feud against Britt Baker. That would be interesting for sure. I'm going to go with, I'd say with Brandy as her mm. opening. Because mm-hmm. Brandy's like, you know, one of the EVPs or whatever. Patrick Oliva says Larson's got the Hogan neck from Survivor Series. <laughs> Did he get you, I got to say, that's my pillow. You got me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> he holds you too tight and that hurt your neck. Yeah. He was too safe. Uh, Claudio Hey guys Who do you think
2: Has been the most Outstanding wrestler That wasn't utilized Before pandemic started It's Apollo Cruz.
1: Yeah That's why It's such a shocking Difference now uh, Noob and company If the Kabuki Warriors Lose to Sasha And Billy Knight In Raw Will it definitely Excuse me I'm sorry Will it definitely Be Kyrie's last match In WWE I would say no um, It kind of depends I On how they certainty, yeah, I don't think so I mean, it depends on how, you know, she's written tonight, <clears throat> but, uh, but no, I, I don't see that. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll believe she's gone when I see it. It mm-hmm. fries. How long
2: Ted how is lo- Wait, how does long ber- term booking? Sorry. How much long-term booking do you think new Japan is going right now without a bunch of their stars? Uh, he believes that evil
1: is just a stopgap or a reset of bullet club. I I would speculate. I don't know, but I would speculate. I mean, just it seems to it stands to reason that things have probably changed. Mm -hmm. So he's probably they've probably taken this time. They've said, okay like these were the plans pre pandemic. We have all this time off. How do we do something that really captures the attention? Because Dominion was obviously a depleted show. Mm -hmm. What can we do to really get people talking? They really like evil. Let's roll with evil and see where we can go from there. Uh, Alex Foster
2: says, Steve, I apologize for ever rolling my eyes at
1: you not liking evil. I see it now. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I, Don't let me show you the way, man, because you'll get lost easily.
2: <laughs>
1: Sean Barlow, who would you book to face James Angel at WrestleMania? And he also says, obviously, James Angel goes over. Um, at WrestleMania, James Angel versus... Oh, he, I, it, it, this is great, man. James Angel will be the 24-7 champion. There you go. It'll be great. Uh, let's see here. Uh, wrestling, wrestling Ram says, Power Rank ridiculous ways AEW can target NXT's 50-plus audience. He says they should revive WCW's top rope DQ rule.
2: <laughs> that just confused people at this point.
1: Uh, ridiculous ways AEW can target the older audience. Um, start broadcasting in uh, 4 3 aspect ratio, standard mm-hmm. definition. Mm-hmm. Add scan lines yeah, to their product. Good. You know, That's good. Uh, Have everybody your... talk with that uh, old timey accent. Not oh, old timey, but like that
2: mid Atlantic accent. Mid
1: Atlantic, yes. Hello, welcome to AEW.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Triplemania, who wins at a battle royal with all the Star Trek captains? I mean, if it's actually, if it comes down to Fisticus, you got to go with Kirk, right?
1: Oh, man. So, like, it's either Kirk or maybe Sisko. Cisco could throw hands. Okay. Uh, but Kirk was best. I mean, look, like, if you're going kayfabe, Kirk was like the guy who was, he was, scra- he was the scrappy. He was like yeah, the fighter yeah, yeah. guy. He yeah. was a brawler. He was booked yeah. as a brawler. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, George Floyd, what story arc should I go back and revisit? I currently dislike WWE's product and want to remember why I love it. What is a forgotten Angler storyline I should go back to? Uh, Go watch Asuka's run in NXT.
2: That's good. Go watch uh, the Punk Cena feud of the summer of 2011.
1: Yeah, that contract signing they did before their match over so slam was so
2: good. It's so good. It's, it's so long, like, but it doesn't feel long at all. It's and, so and it's
1: good. so like, uh, it's so overshadowed by the pipe bomb, but everything they did after that was really good too.
2: Except uh, not letting the CM Punk uh, defend the WWE title of the promotions. They should have let him do that.
1: Have you been reading any of these uh, Twitch uh, chats here?
2: No, I haven't got to them yet. These this highlighted fall. ones?
1: Twitter okay, stuff. I'll start with one of those. Uh, let's go back a ways all right uh, uh dang mq has a sort of the flip side of that Kyrie sane question of the kabuki warriors win tonight does this mean Kyrie sane has re-signed with wwe uh i
0: you can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on angie to make your backyard the best around Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
1: I would think if, if, they, if they actually win and they win the tag titles, which I don't think is going to happen, um, I would think that would mean something about her status with WWE, seemingly. You'd unless so. unless they would like change the titles again at SummerSlam. Maybe.
2: Uh, Jonathan, NHL has announced two hub cities, Edmonton and Toronto. Vegas and Columbus were in the running until the spike. Any chance you guys would come over to team hockey even for a bit because nothing else is on? Uh, sports just aren't a high priority right now. Baseball's supposed to be coming back. Basketball's supposed to be coming back. We'll see if that actually happens. But uh, even if, if they uh, uh, return to televisions, it's not a high priori- priority for me to watch it right now.
1: I am really looking forward to the NBA starting up July 30th. I've, I was looking at the schedule the other day. I am super looking forward to Did that. you see I- uh, Russell Westbrook death deposit? Oh, really? hmm yeah. yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching that basketball. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, one Nava, if around at the same time, who would be more over? NWO, DX, Aces and Eights, or Bullet Club. So let's take all of them at their peak. Who's the most over? Oh, NWO. It's probably NWO.
2: I'd say at their peak, it'd probably be NWO. You could probably uh, make a case for DX or Bullet Club at their peak. Yeah. uh, I can't think of any situation where Aces
1: and Eights doesn't come into fourth every time, though. Dude, I don't know. We're in some sort of... (laughs) (laughs) That will totally agree with. There might be some sort of if look if time and space were of of you know were of no importance here and everything was at the same time, like Bullet Club with the with the elite. Oh, they were super popular. I know they were really popular, and they might given that given you know if they have being the elite to make fun of how old Hulk Hogan is, maybe, maybe. The only certainty is aces and eights. They're definitely fourth. Fourth. They're spot. definitely fourth. Yeah. Fourth spot. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, Jimmy Thomas
2: says uh, Fit Finley could help the AEW women's division.
1: Yeah, maybe. I feel like he's he's really good at like producing their their stuff, but I kind of feel like their talent is more of a a, a need for AEW's women's division right now.
3: Uh, They're figuring thing. out
1: what to do with their talent, but they, they still think they need more. Dark Dank, Lucia says AEW needs another
2: veteran that can still go like Mickey James to bolster some legitimacy. Yeah, for sure,
1: absolutely. Thank you, Psycho, for the sub. Zondo uh, suggests more promo time for the AEW women's division. Uh, talent, depth. They need depth. Uh, Zondo, Zondo. To New <laughs> Japan, jump the shark with all the evil stuff. I'm, like, man, we're in we're in interesting times right now. I'm not going to criticize him for that move. Certainly, it was shocking. I'd, I, I'm i kind of curious. Maybe, hey, maybe they can turn me around on evil. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna stay tuned. I'm sure they're doing the best they can with what they got. I'm being. I'm, I'm sure being, they are too.
2: I kind of feel like we just we know we know who evil is at this point. You know, uh, maybe he'll step but up his game. Maybe exactly. he'll step up his. I'd love to prove it wrong, but I feel like we've seen evil ceiling. A diehard Homer. Choose one Okada
1: versus Michaels or Michaels versus Eddie Guerrero. Oh man, give me Okada versus Shawn Michaels. Yeah. As much as I as much as I would have loved to have seen Eddie Guerrero Okada versus Shawn Michaels, boy, that could have been interesting. Off the
2: charts, man. Off the charts. Uh
1: let's see here. Uh got that one. Uh Jorge D says uh is John Cena versus Tanahashi the biggest dream match that will never happen. I still think it's Hogan versus uh Austin.
3: Yeah.
1: Or Austin versus Goldberg, one yeah, of those Yeah, those two. are up there. Yeah.
2: Those are up there. Or as mentioned earlier,
1: uh Shawn Michaels versus Eddie Guerrero, those you know supposedly in the works. Zondo says going off that, what are some of the moves that Hogan would claim you got me? Like Cena's five knuckle shuffle. Oh, name them anything. Anybody who he th- felt threatened by backstage, that whoever's whatever the finish is, you got me, brother. Could you imagine yep. poor Undertaker? That's how he started his like big career. I know. Finally, he gets to like the place where he wants to be. They're using him properly, and then he's like, man, I got to make extra careful that I'm not going to hurt their 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 golden goose. Mm-hmm. And then he does it perfectly, safely. And immediately, oh, you got me, brother! In the next you got week, me, brother. he's crap in his pants. I know.
2: Ryan K. Lamb, who's had the most underwhelming title reign during the
1: pandemic? Apollo Cruz has been pretty good. It might be Mox. Uh, yeah, that's a really good answer. Yeah, Mox. Uh, Yellow all day. How would you book Aerostar versus Superhuman in WWE? This would be a lot of falling off stuff mm-hmm. and onto microwaves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would just be a bunch of microwaves littered around outside the ring. Uh, night by night, what wrestler would you most trust to manage your
2: finances and expand your stock portfolios? JBL. Yeah, probably
1: JBL, hundred percent. Uh, or if we're talking in Fabe, it's Million Dollar Man, probably DiBiase he's the million dollar man What well, these not, days he' not
2: not not uh uh michael wall street
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay his literal name is michael wall street so it gotta be him <laughs> uh <laughs> uh draven nails how do you how long do you think eo shrine will hold the nxt women's title for
2: uh, <sighs> am hoping to tell. for a while. It's such a,
1: such a yeah. deep division, man. It really is. Hey, did you hear Vanessa Bourne was called up, apparently? Yeah. <laughs> like, if you get called up but you don't show up on main roster, are you really called up? I mean, that's a question for uh, Dijakovic and uh, Chelsea Green, I suppose. Right? I know. I, I would assume, like, there is an answer, and it has to do with their contracts. Like, if if they if they sign a contract saying, hey, I'm now – making more money and I'm contracted for, like, I would think they get a, there's a switch in their contract at that point for the call. I hope so. That's what, that's what we've heard. Yeah. Uh, Nass plays now that he's beaten Balor, Gargano, and Cole
2: in succession, uh, who do you have Keith Lee feud with in a long-term program first? So what, um, what's a good feud to keep uh, cross Cross out of the title picture until November at the soonest?
1: Damian Priest, my momentum oh gosh. continues. Gosh, no. Cameron Grimes versus Keith Lee be a lot of fun.
2: Would be fun.
1: Hugh O'Long Heavy. Charlotte just posted a picture of Vince giving her and Alexa Bliss the most uncomfortable dad-looking hug uh, at Survivor Series 2017. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I didn't think
2: one thing I, I recall and I don't know I made much of a point of it at that time is is all the interactions Vince had with other people during that last he's ride so grabby
1: he's so grabby well that he seems
2: like in terms of social interaction he seems very awkward because he really does isolate himself and doesn't really talk to
1: people a lot he's also very grabby yeah <laughs> um Yeah, that's one thing we didn't mention is that Charlotte posted some clarification Mm -hmm. um, uh, about why her expected absence, yeah. Yeah, and she sort of tied it into like body shaming stuff. It's well worth a read on Twitter. It is. It's it's a heavily shared tweet, but it looks like she's going to be out for, I mean, about the same amount of time that we had sort of Mm -hmm. talked about, anyways.
2: Uh, R. Lopez Ortiz, if you could produce a big budget Hollywood movie about a specific storyline or moment in wrestling, what would it be and who would you hire to direct?
1: A big-budget Hollywood movie uh, about a specific story, of moment in wrestling, a storyline or moment in wrestling?
2: Uh, it, for me, it would be when Buddy Rogers dropped the NWA title to Luthez and they were worried that he wasn't going to do it.
1: That's a great answer.
2: That's and so a really They set up good a answer. bunch of uh, 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 pr- pr- processes in place to make sure, regardless of whatever happened, Luthez was leaving that ring with that title. Yeah. That's a great answer. I I'd have that. Uh, Yorgos Lanthimos. He's always my answer. That's a terrible
1: answer. No, don't have great. him direct it. It'd be great because it'd be weird and absurd. It'd be great. Oh, man. No, you get a PTA to direct that one, man.
2: No, because <laughs> Yorgos embraces the absurd. And the pro wrestling is
1: an absurd industry. It would just be a quiet, awkward movie. Some tell with, me there's a lot of awkwardness in that situation. <laughs> with its fair share of like absurdist humor. Uh, but no, man, give me that in the style of the master. Oh man, that'd be terrific. That'd be terrific because he, PT, that movie is so good at showing the absurdity of of unwarranted power, and that's wrestling right there.
2: White Brand ninety two with the dumb tagline for Extreme Rules. What other tagline do you see them using for uh, su- either SummerSlam or Survivor Series?
1: Uh, SummerSlam, it's a bummer of a summer <laughs> Yeah, it's <that's> good <laughs> We can't get fans Vince just oh, projects that onto the marketing on,
2: Dang MQ has the right answer uh, Werner Herzog would direct, obviously Sorry, it'd all be about the Wrestlemania
1: <laughs> It'd be all about the Wrestlemania <laughs> It's all about the Wrestlemania
2: <laughs> uh, Joey here says SummerSlam, the loneliest party of the year <laughs>
1: <laughs> SummerSlam. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. Until I get fans back. Why? Aren't, and, then, and then they get to like half capacity. Why aren't there more fans here? Uh, let's see here. Nast plays. Now that he's oh no, never mind. Sorry, you already did that one. All right, I think it's good. That's it for uh-huh. the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Friendo Club TV is coming up in a little bit yep. uh, for the patrons and Frendo Club members. So uh, thanks so much for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Twitch chat, stick around. We'll raid somebody. Maybe we'll see. Goodbye.